back to another podcast episode of Who's Got Next Game. I'm your host, Charles, and we're going to be diving into an interesting topic today. But before we get there, let me just uh, announce our co-hosts, introduce them. Tyler. Hey, and we what's got going Connor. on, guys? Uh, excited to be talking about some shooting games. And uh, with that, I'll introduce uh, the main man, our Halo man, uh, Connor. Go ahead and uh, I, I guess show, I'm buddy. the Halo man. Uh, yeah. No, but glad to be here. Glad to be talking about probably the games that, if you think about now, are probably the most popular and the most prevalent now. So why not get into our experiences with them? Yeah, diving straight into first-person shooter, guys. This episode, um, Connor, kind of take us into a dive of Halo. What what is your first experience of Halo? What's your uh, overall. Yeah. Uh, Halo was probably the game that I first started playing when we talked about first person shooters, I would go over. I remember, uh, being in cub scouts. Uh, I was one of those nerdy boys in cub scouts and we would play, uh, we would go over, we would no do our little meeting Halo. and then we would play Halo three, uh, all together. We would do like, you know, different sort of games. We would do just, uh, gravity hammers only, uh, we would play on, I think it was called, oh, what's, what, what's the Viking, um, the Viking, uh, no, no, like no, there's hunter. like a Viking heaven. What's that called? Valhalla. Valhalla. Yes. There was the map called Valhalla. I remember that one specifically, but that, that was really the, the shooting game that started it all for me. Viking and then, heaven. Uh, that's, Viking uh, that's what heaven. it's called. I, I, that's a great <laughs> that's album what, cover. It's a great name for an yo, album. That is Viking like Heaven, but that's what, but the, <laughs> I couldn't think of the thing. Okay. Don't, don't give me too hard of a time. Uh, there was also a sand dune level too, but, uh, I didn't have much shooting games as a kid until I got my own Xbox just cause my parents were a little more strict. Mm-hmm. And once I got my Xbox, we would play, uh, I got Halo reach and that's really the game that I stuck to mm-hmm. throughout high school. Um, I really loved how you had both human weapons and alien weapons. Uh, same with the grenades um, and the vehicles. The vehicles were huge for me. Uh, the Banshee will forever be goaded as one of the best vehicles in the game, Dude, along with the ghost. I wish I knew what you so, were talking about. <laughs> oh, the Banshees were the Banshees. were the flying ones, and the ghosts were like the cool. Oh, little, the vehicles. Uh, the vehicles. Yeah, okay. the vehicles. I, was, I the thought vehicles. you were talking the, about a gun in aliens. that game. I'm like, I've never heard of. Oh no no no. The Needler, though. Yeah, the Needler was goaded. Um, yeah, the Needler's a good gun in that game. That's the only gun I uh, used but, whenever I played that game. I didn't use that. Nah, it's always well, a rocket was, launcher for me, man. I would use the DMR. That was that was my go-to. Was the the sub the sub-automatic rifle? Okay. I don't know yeah. gun terms that well. Uh, that one, and then there was another one that I would always use. But yeah, I that's the essentially my real introduction into shooters and it's the one that i can look back most fondly what what so, drew, like what drew you to it specifically was it the cover art or was it just like the premise of playing it so much that you were just like this is something i like that's what we would do after our cub scouts uh meetings is we would play it all together and sometimes you know we would have you know maybe like a, a sleepover or something and that's what we would play so it was okay. nothing of like picking it up. It was it was what I play with my friends, and I just remember having the best time with yeah. everyone. 
So when you when you got into Halo, were you more or less playing with your friends like in like a a sandbox mode, or were you doing like multiplayer online, or kind of a mix, or solo, or campaign? So when we would go over all together, it would just be multiplayer with just us four. So local multiplayer. Uh, It wasn't until I got my Xbox and actually I got out of scouts by then. And because I think Halo 3 was released in 2007, if I'm not mistaken. That's Uh, 2007, 2008. So that was middle school for me. And once I got to high school, it was in 2011 and in 2011 is uh, 2010 was when Halo Reach was released. Halo Reach was released uh, in 2010, September 2010. And yeah, so essentially I didn't have the friends back then that I was playing with now, but I still remembered how much I loved the games and the gameplay. And I got to then play the campaign and Halo Reach's campaign if you've played it. Uh, is very different than the others because it's not Master Chief. It's your own personal mm. avatar, your own customizable character going into this group of uh, Spartans. And uh, my friends did have the game once I was in high school, uh, but it was definitely a different crew that I was playing with before. And that would was more online, mm. uh, an online multiplayer. Speaking of which, though, you- like talking about crews wise, I think the reason that shooting games are so popular now is because you play with a crew of people. You're playing with, you know, pe- people who are your friends, like people you're close yeah. with. And I think with the evolution of games as they've as they've progressed, is is something that like you don't see very often with a ton of games. I mean, you see it with like yeah, you know, it's it's basically progressed like as one of the fastest growing like high level esports. I mean, all varieties from you know the multiplayer battle royale to you know, the five on five or uh, for Overwatch or, you know, the the Apex or um, which one am I thinking of? CSGO, competitive CSGO. I know there's a couple different formats, Charles. You're kind of our CSGO, like our main shooter, like, you know, experience person. And I know that at least for me, yeah. when I met you, you were playing CSGO constantly. So kind of take us through like your dive into shooting games. Where did it start? Yeah. I mean, I've always enjoyed first person shooters. Um, and nowadays you have first person and third person. So depending on the game, but I started off probably middle school playing good old call of duty. That was your first warfare monitor for two. Which one? Uh, Uh, it was call of duty four. Okay. Oh, um, which warfare. one was that? World modern of- warfare. Modern warfare. Oh, modern warfare. Yeah. That modern was warfare. the fourth one. Yeah, that was That's the right. fourth one. But, um, I was really heavily getting into it. Probably Modern for two, Modern yeah. for three. I enjoyed that series a l- little bit more than like black ops or world at war. <laughs> Although I will say the custom zombies, custom maps on world at war are still goaded to the day, to this day. I, I can agree with that. I but, never played World at War. The the first Call of Duty for me was Modern Warfare, so I, I don't even know what that one is like. Yeah, World at War what, was was a little bit more interesting. It was it had more of a following for like like custom zombies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um gotcha. Whereas like Modern Warfare was was more multiplayer. You had it was built around more customizations. Yeah, it yeah. was more built around multiplayer. 
Whereas Mm -hmm. I think World at War was maybe geared towards the single player experience because I know the campaign people love that campaign. And I know that the zombies mode is something that's very popular. So you progressed to playing Call of Duty, Charles. Mm -hmm. Then it led to you because you played that what around middle school? Yeah, middle school, high school. Okay, and um, then you transitioned into different shooters. When did you start going to explore other shooting games? Was it like you were playing Call of Duty and you're like, oh, what else is out there? Or were you like, I'm kind of bored of Call of Duty. I want something different. I mean, it just really depended on um, like my age. Like I played a lot of PC shooters in high school and then going into college, I got more into like Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive, which is... Uh, what's common now that's played nowadays where at like I never got into Counter-Strike Source or 1.6 which I think was um uh I forget the Half-Life yeah. mod I think originally mm-hmm. yeah because it, it started out as a mod I remember yeah yeah it was a uh, terrorist versus counter-terrorists mm-hmm. And then uh, it eventually, it's eventually now grown into like this massive esport, and so so you yeah, picked up now it's a multi million dollar franchise esports, yeah. Which that's is, what I know it as is yeah. the is the esport. I I never knew the beginnings of it. I just know it's this huge game that like everyone's played mm-hmm. and that is is so popular in the esports community. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's there's I mean, there's a ton of stuff on that and everything. So it, yeah, I mean, and it's for like like a lot of different skill levels because the game itself doesn't change so drastically. So you can have Mm. really good mechanics and movement or really good aim mechanics from just playing a lot of first person shooters. So it just really depends on how try hard, how competitive you want to take it because (laughs) you can have a, 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 yeah, yeah. You can have a casual game, night with your buds i have plenty of times where we're just like oh if we lose this round we're taking a shot or we're doing a drink or whatever drink responsibly mm-hmm. but 21 plus um obviously but a lot wink, of wink yeah. wink connor <laughs> but a, a lot of late late nights just being up with the boys playing 5v5 just randomly or See, and meeting random like, people and there's the difference because like mostly i know csgo is like a five on five based shooter like that's yep. that's the way you're so post to play the game where call of duty yeah, like there's like team deathmatch there's hardcore like 20v20s or whatever yeah, there's like search and destroy there's capture the flat mm. there's all these variety of games hard point yeah hard yeah. point um but yeah there's just Dominate. so much there's so much variety yeah. in in the call of duty franchise and like i know halo has a couple of stuff like that as well i know that there's a couple of, griff ball yeah griff king Ball's of the one. hill one in the chamber the zombies mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of like infection. Sorry, no infection. Infection. Sorry, infection. 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 Yeah, Call of Duty had, zombies. had an, uh, Call of Duty had a zombies infection. mode. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. My favorite mode to ever play was would had to have come from 007 Goldeneye, where Ooh. you have the golden gun, one in the chamber. Yeah. That's that, that's a I great think, yeah. That's that's a fun time. Like if you get the right group of people playing oh, 007 yeah. and just one in the chamber and you just like you get hit it just it drives you crazy <laughs> but if you're the shooter you're like i am a pinpoint master <laughs> yeah so i mean and we would always play like there's some of us that are really good there's some of us that aren't really that good because we don't have the hours or the time to put into it so it just it counter strike is one of those shooters where you can enjoy 
and play really relaxing, but you can get tilted mm. really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what about you, Ty? What what was your first installment, your first experience with uh, first person shooters? My first ever experience with like a true traditional first person shooting game would have been Call of Duty, specifically Modern Warfare 2. That was my first ever true experience with that type of game. Um, And I really like... What a time to come in, too. Yeah, it was like the high point of <laughs> the Call best of Duty. One. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and as I progressed, I mean, high school was kind of middle school. High school is when I kind of started playing those because just a lot of the people I went to school with were playing it, and it's like, I mean, I'm not really particular to shooting games, and that's just my personal preference. But I did enjoy playing Call of Duty. It's not that I didn't like Call of Duty. It's just it's not my you know bread and butter when it comes to you know me sitting down and playing a game. And everybody has their own you know, games and that kind of stuff. But Call of Duty, I think, stuck to me. And I think that's what, like, encapsulates, I would say, from, like, 2008 to maybe 2015. It's like Call of Duty. You would go home, you get on with your friends and play Call of Duty. I think that's a a pretty comp... Well, so Halo for me. I feel like was a bit for a bit more mature audience. We're calling Connor mature? Mature? Yeah, I was about to say... I would I would think Halo when it was popular versus Call of Duty, you had a lot of older young adults yep. playing Halo because it was more of a methodical strategic yeah. game. It had a little bit more of a of a skill ceiling to mm-hmm. that rather than Call of Duty. It's yeah. just left, right. It, it was it was black and white between how to play. Yeah. Um but one of the things I do like about Call of Duty and as they progressively made more and more games, they made it much more diverse in the way that you could be really try hard and play like search and destroy competitively. You can grind guns nowadays. You can grind skins. So it, or you can try grind KD or be the best of your friends. So, I mean, there's a lot of different play styles in terms of how you want to approach playing call of duty. Mm. Yeah. And like call of duty was the very first shooter experience. And then I kind of branched out a little bit. I mean, I dabbled in halo I dabbled in, you know, a couple other shooters like the Tom Clancy series. Um, yeah. A couple other like Splinter Cell. Some of the older, um, some of the older Call of Duties I dived into. Um, the 007 series. Uh, just kind of more, I would say, story driven shooters where I was playing mm. through a story mode of some sort. Like I played Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2. Um, Dead Island, uh, a couple other stuff like that. So there's different. Dead like, Island was very underrated. I would. Th- I, would I would say, say. so too. Um, but I think like when people think of shooting games, they think of like the multiplayer. There are shooting games that are out there that are made for the single player experience. Like the fire, the the Far Cry series is made oh, yeah. for yeah. the single player experience. It's not made for mm-hmm. multiplayer. Like you play through that and you play through a story, but you're playing in the first yeah. person shooter. GTA for me is one of those weird in the middle ones because that's also a game that I kind of latched on to like I played through yeah. GTA 5 and beat the whole thing because I liked it it was it was a cool unique shooting game and it, it, it was story driven and it was the single player aspect of it is what I enjoyed but I know that um, we kind of touched on a couple of games already but I kind of want to go over kind of our three we all picked three games 
And they're all kind of a part of our like gaming history, essentially. And I would say in the order of levels of experience in shooting games, um, Charles is kind of our number one. He has been playing shooting thousands games. Yeah. of hours. Yeah, he sinks too many hours into shooting games. Uh, no, never too many. That's fair. Um, uh, mm. Well, I mean, are well, you there's, sure? There's, I think there could be too many out. Yeah, I was gonna say like there there becomes a point where it like when it overtakes your life, but I don't think it's ever gotten that point. But no. Long story short, Charles has the <laughs> most experience and has played a variety of shooting games. Mm-hmm. Connor's probably the next one up there because he's he's dabbled in it more than I have, and that's just personal preference on genre. But beyond that, so we all kind of compiled a list, and I think we have a really diverse list in regards to it so i kind of want to just jump in into the shooting master what's that number three game like that 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 one that's on your list that you're like it's it's in the top three and it's right on the bottom of the list but i really enjoy it um i would i mean i touched on it earlier i would say counter-strike global offensive csgo okay um i i probably put maybe 3,000 hours into it. I've had a lot of highs. I've had a lot of lows. Um, I, I gotta applaud that. Like, putting 3,000 <laughs> hours to a game is not easy. No. And that's your, like, number three, too? Like, yeah. that's... I would've... That's, honestly, I was thinking about your list. I thought that would've been at least your number two. But it's interesting to hear that it's your number three. Yeah. I mean, I don't play as much nowadays just because it's gotten stale. It's gotten kind of old. Mm. It's it's too repetitive in the fact where I've I've played my heart out of it. Yeah, I don't have many friends that play it enough now. It's definitely a game to play with friends and definitely not sober. Yeah, and you, don't you rec- mentioned <laughs> you mentioned that it hasn't changed much like since it's been released. Do you think mm-hmm. that's something that that's like the main reason? Maybe it could be. I mean, I know a lot of people that have played that too um to their likings and still play it just because they want to get better but there's only so high that you can go until you hit the highest strength and you're and and you're at the point where you're playing with professionals and i it's just it it needed more i guess variety variety yeah yeah i think i think that like just kind of watching because I've watched a little bit of CSGO, like especially when you were playing in college, I mm-hmm. would watch over your shoulder every so often. But like I also like when I was looking up some esports stuff, like it came up and like, you know, because there were like crazy moments in, you know, competitive gaming and like CSGO would always come up in one of those episodes. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think it, at least my opinion is like I, I think CSGO could benefit from it. But I also think there's a reason that so many people stick with it is because of the nature of the game hasn't changed. Oh, absolutely. Where like, and I you, mean, you have yeah. your like um, your overwatches that have just had these major overhauls that completely changed the game. And like, you know, yeah. a couple of uh, other shooting games, like when Call of Duty tried to, you know, go into like a Halo esque, you know, franchise and it just kind of threw mm-hmm. people off. So yeah, same with something. like Fortnite. Fortnite's one that that has, you know, changed so much. The map always changes. Mm-hmm. They've 
you know, release guns, they mm-hmm. back guns. I mean, that's that's one that I think suffers a little too much from change. I will say, yeah. I will say, CS:GO I think has the best balance when it comes to guns. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, and and one of the things that I can really appreciate about Counter Strike is that the mechanics of the game itself hasn't changed probably for the last twenty years. Which and you can carry you can carry those skills into other games because I think. Oh, absolutely. If you're, pl- if you're playing a game like that, that hasn't changed over 20 years, you have a lot of just like basic um, fundamentals game, of shooting game, game skills. Sense, yeah. yeah, I think mm. one of the best examples that I can think of off the top of my head, I think everyone knows this name in esports or gaming. First person that comes to mind is Shroud. Mm. He originated yeah. from Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I think he he played Counter-Strike Source or something like that. Um but he retired from Counter-Strike and he moved on to other games. And it's that skill ceiling of of always having great aim. That's what he's known for yeah. is having natural aim. So I, and he came from a background of, of playing Counter-Strike really young. And that's driven him to be succeeding in other games like Valorant and stuff like that now. At least for me, um, my number three I'm kind of going obscure. Um, I'm doing where you are actually the person using a physical gun and okay. talking about the light gun genre because technically they are shooting games. So I'm going to talk about we'll count it. I'm going to we'll talk about it. Duck Hunt. We'll count it. Specific, Such a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. People love, <laughs> you know, people from that era, they love that game and it's 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 a lot of fun. Like my wife and I, we've sat down and played Duck Hunt and she likes it like it's not her favorite light gun game of all time but she does thoroughly enjoy it and she likes other light gun games and we you know when we go down to classic arcades and stuff we'll play those but my number three that i remember just playing for hours on end with just a bunch of different people was playing duck hunt like we used to go down to this old video game store that had it on their display it was like this old retro game store and we would just play duck hunt at that store like me and like three other guys we just go there and try to set high scores and and do all that and i i think it's just a genre that's underappreciated because shooting games people think of your call of duties your halos gta 5 fortnite PUBG, all that kind of stuff so i think it kind of is just like it's kind of thrown into the arcade realm but it's also still a shooting game it's yeah technically speaking it is all right, Connor. Well, and it, it, oh, go ahead. It's just a it's just a fun game too. It's just a fun game, you know. Duck Hunt mm-hmm. is it, it's a classic. It's one you know that probably most of the people listening didn't even think of, but it definitely falls into the category of shooters. And it's more of a shooter than others if you consider the fact that you're just pointing a gun. Like yeah. you have to use a a gun tool to use play I the think game. That's the fun yeah. part about it is like the physical, like you're holding it and you like, you feel the shot and you're like, yeah, like I got that. Yeah. Like, like you hit exactly. like one of my favorite, cause the duck, like the duck hunting game itself, it has two modes. So it's for people who have never played it or heard of it. So duck hunt has a duck hunting mode where you literally shoot ducks out of the sky and you have like rounds or there's the clay shooter. So it's like, you know, people who like go out and do skeet shooting. It's basically skeet shooting, but virtually. And the skeet shooting to me is super fun. Like I just have a blast with it and you just keep playing until you set a high score. Same thing with the the duck hunt ones and all that kind of stuff. So that's at least my number three. I think it's 
underrated in the shooting game genre, even though like people I don't think would really consider it. But I, I consider it we're, a shooting we're game. counting it. Yeah. All right, Connor, what's that number three game? For me, it's one that I I didn't own, but I would play often again. Back to going back to, you know, people's houses to play this game. Uh, of course. Uh, the uh, the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. Ooh. Yeah. PlayStation 2? PlayStation 2. Yes, and sir. For, for me, that game, it's just fun. As a huge Star Wars nerd, uh, it, it really, like, feels like it, it, it's the closest. It's, it's Call of Duty, or if you wanted to play the third-person mode. Or like, you know, a sort of third person shooter for Star Wars. Like, it's so perfect. You choose your own class. You're, you know, facing the CIS, uh, I believe, in Star Wars. It made you feel like you're actually a part in playing the Star Wars, like, clones. Universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm in Star Wars now. That's the feel it gave me. Yeah. I'm a Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars. And... What I really like too about the second one, because the first one was great as well, but the second one introduced um, the space battles, which to me elevates it that much more. Those were the campaign, hard. The space battles were hard. It, could, it basically I, cleaned I, up the game. Yeah, for me, it cleaned up the game and then it introduced the uh, campaign mode, which was essentially like, I think it was called Galactic Conquest. Yeah. I think. And where you, you would like, have to spend like hours playing it. Exactly. And you did the invasion. You went in and you like had to take over different parts. I just think for me, it's even though the graphics today probably don't hold up, those kind of just graphics have a nostalgic place in my heart. And I'm a huge Star Wars nerd as well. And for me, it perfectly encapsulates what Star Wars should be. Any Star Wars game should be. Mm. And I did play the newer ones when they came out, and I thought they were pretty good. It just didn't feel the same. It didn't. It didn't hit me in the nostalgic feels. Maybe because I was older, um, but I just felt the. I felt the guns were much better in the uh, original Battlefront. Mm-hmm. The the ones in the uh, new game when I played it felt very slow. It didn't feel like what I thought they would. Yeah, the time to kill was very long. Yeah, the time to kill was very long. That's that's it, you you nailed it, Charles. Yeah. That's really what it was. It felt like it took a lot to kill people, uh, even if they were like regular clones or regular soldiers in the new Battlefront. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you watch Star Wars, you know those people get hit once and they're done, unless they're Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars Battlefront Two, like overall, I would say is a really solid game and. If people get an opportunity to pick that game up, like give it a try, like just at least give it a try and try it with somebody or if even yeah, the, even the campaign's super good. And even even the first Battlefront, even if you don't find the second one, the first one is still pretty good. Like it just doesn't have the space battles. Right. And that Galactic Conquest. No, it's a part. great it's a great pick. That is a great pick. Charles. So. Number two for you, dude. <laughs> Number two. Numero dos for you Spanish-speaking um, This is going to go to one of the game series that holds a special place in my heart just because of how different it is. And that's going to go to Borderlands. I never played it. L- yeah, never played. The Borderlands series. Um, because it's kind of like the genre of game 
it's definitely a first person shooter. However, it's like that campaign single player feel where you you can collect guns, you can grind out for specific guns and and legendaries. It's just an appropriate game for that person that just loves to just hang out on your couch either by yourself or with friends or whatever and just grind. So it's, it's definitely yeah. one of those games. So you have to grind and it gets repetitive, but it's one of those games that and Borderlands 3 had come out a couple of years ago. And the thing about Borderlands is that the weapons there nowadays, they have different attachments to the weapons. So you can have different barrel, different sight, different magazine size, stuff like that for different reload animations. And one of the really cool things that the developer said as they were um, creating Borderlands 3 is that there's over, I think they said a billion different weapons that you can create or that you can have the possibility of receiving. So was the point to like, because I've I've never played Borderlands, never even seen like gameplay. So do you, what what's the gameplay like? It's, like I, I, I'm at genuinely least from curious. My understanding, because I have watched it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but my understanding is it's more campaign driven. But it's like a four. You can do up to like a four player campaign. Yep. So you can player. essentially, yeah. it's like a almost World of Warcraft esque with a shooting game. Oh. So it's basically okay. just a. It, it it has more guidance though than like the open world feel. There's definitely a path to follow, but you can go off off the path and grind out for guns and and do all this other stuff. And I think it's geared to, it's geared towards those people who want to just have a good time and like still work together but still play a shooting game. Yeah, yeah. So like if you've ever played like Far Cry or okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, GTA. Some people. Yeah, GTO. Yeah, we're in the sense of like you're going through a campaign. You can do like side missions and stuff like that. But your character has you can level up your character and your character gets different perks and you can assign perks and stuff like Basically that. Basically Skyrim, but a shooting game. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, except there's a lot more. Di- like different weapons and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's have. a lot more in the weapons field for guns. You have a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. Why why have I never come across this? Why hasn't everyone anyone ever been like, "Hey, play this game." Because you like, played Halo like a, like a nerd. Oh my god. Yes, I did play Halo like a nerd, but like I I feel like those <laughs> nerds would also play Borderlands. <laughs> You know, I love when when we when uh, we interact next, Connor. Uh, we'll we'll play some Borderlands. Dude, dude. I'm in on bro. Okay. I'm in. That sounds good. Dude, I'm, I'm in down. on Borderlands. Like I'll I'll buy the game, and we can all three go on and make Connor look stupid because he plays Halo. Yeah, I mean, I played <laughs> I played the second one. That's where I really got my bread and butter from, and I was super hyped for when the third one came out because it just had that much more. Mm-hmm. Like for those of you different for the, everything for those of you out there, I just love giving Connor a hard time though. <laughs> he really does, but the thing is, I think that everyone listening probably has known Halo and has played Halo and know how fu- knows how fun it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see, me- we'll see, we'll see who has the last laugh. <laughs> I always so do. for me. Yeah, so for me, just to wrap it up, Counter Strike is that like competitive edge where I spent a lot of time, just a lot with friends and stuff like that. But Borderlands was like the 
the sit down on my couch, just hang out, listen to some music. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely eating Doritos. The game that you, that you can play, and, and three hours goes by like nothing. You did not listen. Ooh. You did not play a shooting game unless you had Doritos. Like you did not play a real true. shooting game until you had Doritos next to you. Doritos and Mountain Dew. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, that pretty sounds... run around thing. Yeah. I have to go with that. Yeah. But Connor, what's so right, unhealthy? Oh, is it me? Hit us with your number two, Ty. All right. Um, my number two, we already touched on it, but uh, Goldeneye 007. It's, it's just a User. great, it's a great, like, the graphics on one. it are so angular and bad. Like, it's just so bad. Like, it's, 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 for the time that it came out, it was incredible. But looking back on it now, it's like, what happened? Like, it's, it's funny to me, but I really enjoyed not only the campaign, but like the multiplayer was some of the best memories I had playing with like a bunch of friends in high school. Cause like I had an Xbox 360, I had all that extra stuff, but I remember I got a Nintendo 64 from a garage, like at a garage sale with like 10 games or something. I don't remember how much I paid for it, but um, I remember I plugged it in, put it in the TV, told the guys that had come over that day. I was like, hey, I got this shooting game 007. It's the most ridiculous shooting game you're ever going to play, but we're going to play it and it's going to be super fun. And like we always played one in the chamber and we played at that. It was a temple. Is that what it's called? The 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 one that yeah. looks like the the Giza pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was called Temple. It was Temple or something like that. And then there was another remember. like scientist lab. I don't remember the exact name of it, but was it Moonraker? That sounds familiar, vaguely. But I mean, over because I I've go ahead. I've played a little of uh of 007, but I I I know the movies like the back of yeah. my hand. But I, I think I played Goldeneye <laughs> maybe once. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to remember like what it might be. Yeah, and um, I I just think like it's mostly that I have the memories of playing that game, both in the campaign mode and playing with people. That's kind of where like my my memory of it is, and it holds a very near and dear place in my heart. Even though I think that the Nintendo sixty four's controller is the worst controller in the world, I still played it. But that would be my number two. Just because of how much I enjoyed it. Did you Heck like? Yeah. Did you play it often? Like, because I it, it, it was one of those where it's like I only really played it if I was in the mood for it, or if I had people coming over. Just because I knew it was a fun game that everybody could just pick up and have fun with. We're like, yeah, we'd play your Mario Karts, we'd play your, you know, Diddy Kong Racing, you know, Smash it's, Brothers. It's like all one of those games of where the skill scene looks really easy to get to. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's one of those where, like, all shooting games have different skill gaps to, I don't want to say to enjoy the game, but to to get what you want out of it. Yeah. So that makes sense. That. Yeah. At, at least that that's my premise of it. And like shooting, gun, like shooting games, I mean, they appealed to me in a sense. Like, I'm not like, oh, I hate all shooting games. It's like, no, there there were shooting games out there that I thoroughly enjoyed. But they're just like, it's not my number one. Like, I'm not on Call of Duty constantly. I'm not like, it's just, it's not my style of game. Like, I, I, I like different types of games better than the shooting genre. But I still right. love a lot of shooting games. But that's totally fair. Mm. Yeah. All right, Connor. Number two. Hit it. 
Number two is Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Uh, <sighs> a game that I I didn't play the first uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Of and course I you never didn't. really Again, so my parents, well, so I played it uh, when I would go to people's houses. So the thing about me is my parents were pretty strict on uh, shooting games and just shout out to your games in total. Yeah. Shout out Deanna and Gary. Thanks. Thanks. for. <laughs> little did they know that I'd be on a video game podcast to set me up Talking for failure. About the strictness not being of the able shooting. to play all these games. I'm going to hear this and be like, Connor. <laughs> No, I love them. They they meant very well. And again, they eventually did let me and they didn't, you know, make me wait till I was 17. They weren't that crazy. Um, but the first uh, Call of Duty game I did ever get was Black Ops 2. And for me, it maybe not quality wise, because the campaign wasn't anything to rave about. And I think the, the, for me, the multiplayer and uh, the uh, the maps in Call of Duty Black Ops 2 are are very good like hijacked the the ship mm-hmm. one that yep. is an amazing mm-hmm. great level nuke down 2025 which by the way is in 2 years that's crazy to say Jeez, uh, nuke down 2025 kinda... damn yeah sorry to do that to you guys uh nuke town i think it's 2025 uh is uh a great map as well uh but f- mostly it was the game that my friends had that's the one that we would all play together we would play on xbox live and uh it's just it was just a good time uh i really my go-to gun uh was the pdw really quick uh light Ooh. machine gun mm-hmm. yeah packed a, i always packed like sniping why do i why am i not surprised that you use light machine guns connor like do you just you just put off that you're total kind of that person that's just like sweaty hardcore got the bandana time. No, no, no. Because the thing is, before I really like started playing shooters, what I would do whenever I would play online is just rush into the situation. And what's the best gun to run, rush into a situation blindly? Shotgun. Light machine gun. It's going to get the... Oh, well, that's one <laughs> shot. So, I, And I didn't have the greatest thing. I love that Charles and I both said the same thing. And Connor's face is just like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. I mean, yes. Shotguns the, in this game? <laughs> if you want the one shot, one What's a kill, shotgun? That would be my backup. That would be my backup. That would be my oh, second I would use the perk to make two, uh, what's it called? Two, uh, uh, primary. Primary. Gosh, my brain. Cut that out. Right. No, we're leaving that. We're leaving that in. We are leaving that Vetoed. in. God it's like the it. it's like the old internet thing where it's just like, oh, like it just didn't, yep. <laughs> but uh, nah, the oh the pri- I would use the two primaries, but for me mostly it really was just <laughs> meeting up with friends after school and and playing together. That's really like uh one or uh why Black Ops Two is up there. And I mean, just to give us some context, I mean, this game was released uh, 11 years ago in 2012, and Change. it was Dang. it was the stable it was the staple for uh, my uh, high school career. Uh, I did play Call of Duty Ghosts, which wasn't really that good. Um, we also played yeah. it in college. 
Uh, yeah, Black Ops 2 is, is one that I played in college as well. When people would come over to my dorm, I had my Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And that would that was the game that we would all, you know, end up playing. Because it's just, it, it's a classic Call of Duty. It's, it's something mm-hmm. that it's easy for anyone to pick up. It doesn't have a real, like, high threshold. Like, anyone can join in. And... I think it, it's it's a perfect Call of Duty for anyone who just wants to get into the mm-hmm. franchise. I mean, if you went online now, you probably wouldn't get anyone, but I, I highly suggest it. I forget uh, what even, it's called, but there is a place that you can go to play like certain Call of Duty games online with people. And they like have servers and stuff and everything, and they have like a, a Discord channel. I forget the name of it, but I remember seeing it pop up in a video once when it was like talking about like canceled video games i think i know what you're talking about i don't remember what it was called but there is a way to do it but i I think it's very niche Hmm. but that's my that's my number two i remember we're going on to well i was gonna say i remember playing that game with you yeah it was definitely a game that we yeah we played it together uh in yeah again in my dorm room we didn't really play online too much but no. we played was uh you know classic quick player quick yeah. play it was multiplayer. interesting that you said black ops too because i feel like the first black ops was significantly better <laughs> superior I mean, is the right word superior I, I i've played black ops a couple times and i do agree that i think the premise and like the the time period is much better like 1960s i really like that and i think the story in black ops the first one is really good i agree um and the campaign and i think the multiplayer even is dolphin diving yeah dolphin diving (laughs) is on on par with uh uh black ops 2 but for me i I, that's just what i played black ops 2 and it'll always hold a little place in my heart oh what about you charles you're on number one. What's your number this one, is it. dude? This the is like, if you're, if, you're, if you're telling somebody this is the shooting game to play. You've got an hour. You get one shooting game. What are you playing? You're stuck on uh, an island. You get one shooting game. <laughs> well, it would go to Let's what I'm currently playing. Let's think of scenarios. It'd be what I'm currently playing, which is uh, Apex. Apex Legends. Nerd. The, ga- the game in of itself <laughs> is well i can't really think of anything that is very similar to apex legends there's not the main premise of the of apex is for those of you that don't know it's a team-based game although there's some modes where you can have solos there used to be or duos or Mm -hmm. arenas but it's mainly a team-based game you're a team of three and there's i believe 25 or so 26 different legends is what they're called different characters you can play and each of these characters have specific set abilities they can have movement abilities they can have abilities that help your team um, put up structures heal your team faster so there's different abilities with each of these teams Um, it's very um, friendly to newcomers and it's very easy to pick up i would say If you can grasp the game, grasp um, first person shooters, like if you have decent aim, you'll fit right in. Um, But it's quite interesting to see all the different gaming styles that everyone has. You got tryhards to 
your basic competitors to casuals. So it's just really depending on what you're, how you want to play. You can chill out with your friends. You can play against your friends. You can play with your friends. It's just one of those games that makes you think if you want to be competitive. Not to mention, I really enjoy the ranked scene in that mm-hmm. because it, it makes you like if you just play casual all the time and then you watch competitive gameplay, you're like, wow, I never thought it could be like this just because they're using the the uh, legend abilities in a different way than you would think kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I, I, I've played a little bit of Apex. I've, I've picked it up and played it and like. Charles and I have played it together a little bit and like there's a lot about it that's pretty straightforward but I think it's pretty much a mashup of like the concept of Overwatch mm-hmm. that kind of 5v5 like you know and everybody has a certain ability mashed with Call of Duty mechanics in a way yeah with, I mean with, it, it like, originated it's in the same world as um, Titanfall in Titanfall yeah. 2. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. so it's got a lot of the same mechanics and hmm. weapons. It's in the same universe as Titanfall 2. I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. interesting. It's a good, yeah. it's a good game. It's so good it, game. Almost, it. it almost feels like Destiny in a way, if you've ever played hmm. Destiny. I know, I've seen people play Destiny. I never played yeah. it. But okay. It's a good one. That makes That's sense, a good one. I, I thought I've seen gameplay. Isn't it isn't it a battle royale or am I mistaken? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Primarily battle royale. There's not like a campaign or a, a solo mission. It's mainly yeah. uh playing with your with your buds. That's what I figured. Okay, cuz I've I've seen gameplay and I I but that 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 connects a lot of dots now. So that's 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 good. <laughs> I'm glad I can enlighten you, Connor. <laughs> thank you no this is i mean listen i'm learning stuff on my own podcast so <laughs> other people will learn we are an educational podcast yeah we're <laughs> yeah, here for <laughs> education's sake mostly mine oh uh, tyler about you take us home what's number one uh, my number one the... my, my number one has to be call of duty black ops has to it's it, the Call of Duty franchise. We touched on Black Ops too, but the original Black Ops, man, like it's really hard to top it. I mean, Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare Two, Modern, Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare Two is like right on the same level, but for different reasons. And it's because what reasons? I I think that Modern Warfare Two's online was phenomenal. I think it was amazing yeah. to just see how people progress so quickly and how skilled people were. To see some of the people doing, you know, certain trick shots and all these like crazy things that you would never think of happening. Mom, where... get the camera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, but like Call of Duty Black Ops for me was more of a nostalgia trip in like I remember just playing specifically the zombie modes, but also playing through like, you know, like going online and playing against people and like trying to level up certain guns and uh, what was the name of the gun that I used? Uh, the the F- I used the FAL. The no, the, the FAL. Oh, the FAMAS. Uh, the FAL, and I used, um, what was the other one? The Galil. Yeah. Galil. Oh yes. my gosh, I haven't heard that name in a long yep. time. Those were the two guns that I primarily used. And I was also, like, when I first started playing Call of Duty, I really liked sniping. 
just because I like <laughs> playing L nine six A one. Yep. I mean, like for me, because a lot of the games when I'm playing a game when it's like a versus game and there's some kind of premise of like playing against somebody in like, oh, you're trying to kill them in some mm-hmm. form or like try to, you know, take stocks or something like I'm a very defensive player. So the to further the away I can least, the, fur- the further the further away I stay, the least. better, the further away I am, the better because <laughs> then people don't see it coming. Ty, I almost finished that sentence for you. I knew you were going to say defensive. This guy runs away and makes you go after him, and then he'll just get you, whether it's a shooting game or whether it's, well, especially Smash Bros. That's what he mm-hmm. does. He lures you in, and then he gets you. Yeah, it's it's just like I'm not forfeiting the way I play, and it's it it frustrates people. And we we've had our fair share of moments, Connor, where – you got to a point where you were so frustrated that you're like, I'm not playing this anymore. No, I, I there was a time, it, this is a sidetrack, but in yeah. Smash Bros, where I did not win, I think for a solid like couple weeks, and I was getting real tired of just losing and losing and losing. I think you <laughs> finally won, and you said you were never going to play it again. <laughs> which was a lie. Typically yeah, how it goes. Which was, yeah, it was definitely a lie, but... No, Call of Duty, like, Black Ops for sure. Modern Warfare 2 is up, like, with it, but just for different reasons, because I played more online in Black Ops, and I think that's why I enjoyed it a lot more, because I didn't play a ton online in Modern Warfare 2. So were you there for, for the multiplayer? Did you play mainly zombies? Did you enjoy the, the campaign? I, ma- I, mainly, I mainly played it because a lot of my friends were playing it at the time. And a lot of like the people I just was at school with, they were all playing. So like I would just join up in random lobbies. It wasn't like, oh, I love the Call of Duty franchise. I'm going to, you know, play all the way through and try to level up all my guns. It's like, no, a lot of people that I know are playing this anyway. So it's something for me to talk to them about. And, you know, I'll just have fun with it the way I want to have fun with it. Like people, you know, they're like, oh, use this gun with this and this and this. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to do it my way and just play the game for what it is. So. Everything was pretty balanced. And one of the things I really enjoyed about the older Call of Duties is is like the the movement, the mechanics is more fluid and slow and you can take your time. It's more methodical with like with like the robotic arms. And I haven't played any of the newer Call of Duties, anything past Black Ops 2. So I have played Call of Duty World War Two, the new one. Mm. It's pretty good. It's not amazing by any sense. But it's it's definitely like it feels like an older Call of Duty game. Like well, it, it, it feels that way to me, and that's because I I think I got it from like the PlayStation Plus like free game downloads. Okay. One of them was Call of Duty, and I forget what the other one was. But I downloaded because I'm like, hey, like it's a free Call of Duty game. Like I can now play Call of Duty, and if I have an itch to play it, I can just do it on my PlayStation Four. So yeah, I would I would say Black Ops though for sure. So. Connor, bring us home. Uh, it's the final I've already countdown. mentioned this game. What you got? <laughs> I've already mentioned this game many wait, times wait, on wait, previous wait, wait, wait. podcasts. It's Halo. It is. Um, oh, and I the first Halo. <laughs> I'm. I never played the first Halo because that was way before. That means my you don't. Time. You're not a real Halo player. You're a fraud. You're fake. <laughs> it would be three. It would be three if I owned the game. Uh, but because I didn't own the game and I didn't invest the hours that I did in this game, uh, is why this is number one. And my number one game is Halo Reach. 
uh, you know, I've, I've said a lot about this game, but I, I haven't gone too in depth for me. It was the first halo game I ever had. It was the first shooter game I ever owned. And for me, what I loved so much about that game is the both aspects of it. The single player, the story is a really good story. It takes place before the Halo games uh, with Master Chief. It's about the first like outer area planet being invaded by the Covenant and them essentially saving the idea of Cortana. I mean, this game is uh, 11 years old now. No, sorry, 13. It came out in September 2010. Hey, it's still a spoiler, Connor. A pretty old game. You know what? It's, Sorry, still spoiler alert. Skip like maybe five minutes or so to to not hear it. But to not hear. But what I really did love about Halo Reach and the story is you played as your own playable character. You're Noble Six. You're the sixth person to come in for uh, this group of Spartans, and it's essentially you rescuing the planet and a you know, evacuating and then saving uh, what Cortana is Mm because Cortana was being invented on that planet. So I really love the first player of it, but also the multiplayer is just as good. I mean, the maps in there, for me, I I, I love them so much. And I love the firefight uh, aspect too, where you just fight waves and waves of incoming grunts and uh, covenant forces. And I really love the customization as well. I liked being able to customize my own player. You know, as you leveled up, you got better um, armor, better better helmets, better better helmets. I had the one. uh, My favorite was the one that just is essentially just like a a cover. It's not the Master Chief one, but it's like just the cover. And it had a a skull on it. I think you had to get Mm -hmm. that one. Wasn't that the highest one? The high, like the no, the highest one was like. I think it was Master it, Master Chiefs was one of them. You could get Master Chiefs, and that was a really high one. Um, but for me, Halo Reach, I mean, the guns in that game are similar to all Halo games, but again, all worked really well. I did like the armor uh, power-ups that you could choose. There was one that like threw a shield down. There was mm-hmm. one that essentially uh, made you invincible for five seconds, but you couldn't move. There was one that was a jetpack, which was part of one of the missions. There was another one, I think, that just makes you like dash. I think dash really quick, like a elite. So, mm. I to me, that game will always will always be my favorite. I think it holds a special place in your heart. I, we we've said that already too much. I didn't want to say it again, but I mean, you said it for me. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never played Halo Reach specifically. I have played a couple of the Halo games. Again, not my favorite, but I understand why people like it. And I had groups of, I had groups of friends and people that I knew who were big fans of Halo. And it's it's something that like you either really loved it. Or you played it super casually there. I never met anybody who was in the middle of like, yeah, I'm I'm hardcore, but I'm not like super competitive about it. But like there was there was just two to me, at least there was two specific spectrums of the Halo franchise. And for mm-hmm. me, like 
I maybe played it a handful of times and it, it, it was cool. Like this, the campaign mode in Halo specifically is really well thought out. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always going to be holes in, you know, those types of stories and stuff and, you know, like all, all that. But I think overall it just like you, you do when you play through whether you're doing online or campaign, like it's, it's just a really solid game. Exactly. It's solid. And what makes me sad is no one talks about Halo anymore. It used to be one of those games that you, one of those quintessential shooter games that you thought of. And I think four was really Halo four. Cause I, I did get that game and I, I enjoyed it, but not a lot of, not as many people enjoyed it as, the previous games and then it's kind of just gone downhill ever since uh and i think reach was really the last great halo games like great yeah charles do you have do you have any type of experience in halo um i've dabbled in a little bit the only halo that experience that i've had is just really messing around in like the sandbox modes and just playing with my brother we would we would try and and throw the the sticky grenades at each other, just like play dodgeball. <laughs> that that's a good one. One of my favorite modes online ever is infected. So you play with a uh, energy sword, and you're trying to kill everyone else with a gun. And hmm. for me, that that mode probably sums up my high school experience. Like that that's what I remember most coming home and playing video games in high school is infected mode mm-hmm. yeah I, I i remember hearing people talking about that and like trying to understand it and i remember playing it for the first time and i was like wow this is like it's very different game mode mm-hmm. than others that i've you know other types of games that i had played in that sense. oh definitely so. definitely and it, it, it's a different sort of like zombie mode but like it's it's that game that you play like for me, it was a game that I played at like recess and stuff. That's why I think I liked it so much because I would play infected tag at recess and it was just a, you know, bloodier, mm-hmm. violent version that was online. Yeah. And Fair. I think the, I, I think with this genre of game, I think there is a game out there for everybody. And like, you know, there, there are going to be people who like, you know, they won't experience any types of games like these until they're, a little bit older, probably high school age, potentially yeah. college age. It all just is dependent on, you know, what you're allowed to get, but also like kind of whatever you enjoy. But there right. is there is that type of game out there for everyone. And I think Charles can probably attest to that the most, being the one with the most experience in a diverse file of, you know, shooting games. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely games. There's there's games that I know that I can name where it's like only for the competitive heart, and there's other games that are just like for the super casual. Like I would say, Rainbow Six Siege is a very high skill set based game, just because it you have to spend it. I mean, I'd say at least fifty hours just to understand everything into it, or you can play uh borderlands which has a really really easy tutorial into the game and it kind of just sets you up for hey there's what it is have fun kind of thing so it just really 
depending if you like first person shooters some people don't a lot of people do if you really like first person shooters there's lots of games lots and lots of different sub genre types for first person shooters well and what i like about our number ones is they're all pretty different you have call of duty black ops you have halo reach and you have apex legends all you know different time frames as well like you know call of duty is Black Ops is, I think, 2009, if I'm not mistaken, 2008. Probably. That sounds right. Something like that. Reach, Reach is 2010, and I think Apex Legends came out, what, four Last or five three years, years ago? Last three yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I yeah. think that's the cool thing about it. Like, there's such a diverse profile of them that, like, you can go out and find something for sure. So. Well, and what I like about, you know, to Splinter Off is, like, you know, Fortnite is, you know, it is a shooting game, but it's definitely a kids game. Like, but the thing it appeals is, to I, kids more. It does appeal to kids, you know, with mm-hmm. all the different, you know, promotions that they've done and all the different skins that they have. But oh, my gosh. What, but what I do like is I've played it as an adult. I when I lived with Ty uh, in college, uh, yep. one of our roommates, Achike, his brother-in-law is uh had Fortnite and we would play that so much and it's just a it was just a fun time you know it was a turn your brain off sort of deal so I I just love how how much it's evolved the the shooting genre mm-hmm. I'll be honest I will only play Fortnite the only times I've ever played Fortnite is when they came out with a buildless mode and I would just shit on kids yeah. <laughs> well that's the thing that's the that's one of the changes I think that helped maybe not revamp but keep it alive because i i only have played the build mode and let me tell you that is really hard and it gets real frustrating when you know how to build but like it's not going off and also you know you have to switch between if you're playing controller um but the build list mode like definitely uh levels the playing field oh yeah well i'll i'll tell you that like like first person shooters in the current day and age versus what they were 10 years ago let's take for example halo reach you saw a really high ranked player you're like holy shit they're really good at the game please be on my team mm-hmm. or you would be like oh my god this guy's got the greatest helmet in the in the game or he's got the greatest achievements or whatever nowadays it's like everyone's good and you're it's like you're disgraced for being a sweat kind of thing which is it's interesting to think about because if you're really good at the game, you were admired years ago. Nowadays, if you're a sweat, mm-hmm. it's like give and take kind of thing. Well, it doesn't matter if you're a hardcore or a casual. Come check us out on the Geek Freak Network on Discord. Come hang out. Come let us know what shooting games you guys like to play. If we miss something, if there's something else that you guys want to put in for your information, or if you you know just want to talk. You know, mad trash to Connor about Halo being, you know, not that great. Or yeah, talk or to Ty about being an idiot and realizing that Halo is one of the most influential shooters of all time. And I will stand by that. Or Irish if you want to just come in and just hang out, say hi, let us know your top three. Other than that, we appreciate you guys giving us a listen. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.